I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. Welcome to 2022. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? We've been doing this a long time. That's true. We kind of aged ourselves uh, by Googling and searching for a uh, specific episode. Yeah, we were, we were looking something up, and when you see the words 2014 in the in the show notes, you go, oh my god, really? <laughs> yes, that is true. We uh, got an Extra Life donation over the holidays in between our episodes, and I want to thank uh, Grindhouse Zombie for once again donating this year to our Extra Life campaign. And he uh, chose three films. Um I'm I'm not going to rip the band-aid off quite yet because we have a little bit of business to take care of. Uh, the first film is Night of the Living Dead, which we spent a little time pre-show looking up because we swore we had done it. Obviously, we did the 1990 version last year, 2021, uh, but I am assuming he's specifically suggesting the original, which we did all the way back in 2014 on episode 79, um, where we discussed the original. Now, it was a smaller segment uh that we used to call it was yeah i was gonna say it was a ryan goes to the movie segment which we don't do anymore so yeah we don't do it anymore because uh i i feel like it was one of those segments like we need to we need to bump up ryan zombie cred by having him watch a bunch of films and i i think we got to a point where i'm I'm still not the busy zombie lord but i've got enough under my belt where i can easily say like ah we don't necessarily need to make it its own segment and we do movie discussions now. Um, but it was a different type of segment. It was more of a, Oh, what did Ryan think? And then, you know, getting obviously a a bit of an education, a background on the movie from, uh, yourself, Lou and, and Bob at the time. So here's the thing, a bit of an option here. Uh, it was seven years ago, so we can watch it again. We can talk about it again, and we can do clips. We hadn't done clips for it. I am more than happy to do that. Uh, if I do that, I'm probably going to track down either the color version, because there is a colorized version, and there's also a version where uh, the Mystery Science Theater guys did a, a commentary track. If we watch it again, I'm probably going to watch one of those. Yeah. So an opportunity to check out something new. Uh, so I'll leave it with you, Grindhouse Zombie. I know you're in the Discord. I know you'll probably respond to this as you're listening. Um, I, as I said, the the conversation on episode 79 is likely a smaller one, not nearly on the level of what we do now for movie discussions. It certainly does not have clips um, because uh, Bob was not watching the film. It was just it was just me. So he might have had a couple. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, maybe as an exercise, I'll go back and listen. <laughs> but uh, it was so hard to find like the episode. I hadn't tagged it correctly because I did search for it before we were recording, uh, before we even sat down to record, and I couldn't find it. But I knew we did it. I found like the promo for it. We we spent 15 minutes <laughs> talking about 
what movie we were going to do. It's its own episode on the feed. Um, I think it's in, it's funny enough, I'm pretty sure it's in like June or July. So it took <laughs> us a while. I think we did a poll um, and we just, uh, anyways, it was a long time ago. Totally up to you, Grindhouse Zombie. But uh, other films that he suggested, he had two more here. And I think this is going to settle some debates and or stoke some fires. But we got Night of the Creeps, which I don't think is the culprit. Um, Lou, do you know much about Night of the Creeps? I see. I know both movies very well. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get to it. And the last one is Night of the Comet. Um, there's been a lot of discussion in Discord as to whether that is a zombie film. And I mean, I don't know if my opinion needs to sway, you know, the the the, the teeter totter that is, uh, you know, um, the evenly matched Discord conversation about Night of the Comet. But uh, we are going to watch it for Extra Life. I think that one is for sure one that we're watching. And uh, uh, we're yeah. going to watch both of them, damn it. Cause oh, we yeah. Need to, uh, we're going to get you again. I'm going to get your feedback on whether or not you think Night of the Comet is a zombie movie. Yeah. I feel like that should solve um, that should that should resolve the conversation for a little bit or make it 10 times worse. We'll see how it goes. But, you know, I know it's all in good fun uh, in the discord when it comes to Night of the Comet. I, I, I won't lie. I enjoy all of these films, but, I'm, but there will be discussion had when it comes to Night of the Comet. Yeah. So look forward to that in 2022 very soon. Uh, we've got a couple more films to work through before we get to these, but we've got lots of fun planned and i gotta say it's nice to be able to set walking dead aside and and uh focus in on some movies we haven't watched yet for the show and maybe some movies we've already watched we've been doing this a long time so we're bound to revisit some classics but lou speaking of classics let's play this even older clip as we head into the news has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Well, Lou, we kick things off with, uh, is this a zombie game? Is it not a zombie game? Uh, when I was prepping for our topic this week, it came up as a zombie game. But uh, it's in the news because Rainbow Six Extraction is coming to Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass on day one. And uh, yeah, this is a Rainbow Six spinoff game, uh, spinoff from sort of the Siege uh, side of things. And I mean, is it zombies? It's kind of like monsters slash like maybe, you know, containment release. It's close. It's close. But uh, yeah. No, no, I think it's close enough that we can call it the it's the same ballpark. If it's not zombies, it's pretty close. It's very close, and uh, it'll be coming to Xbox Game Pass on January 20th. Um, it's a tactical one-to-three-player co-op PvE first-person shooter. And you know what? For me, I like the idea of a PvE co-op shooter. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of done on the, like, playing against uh, uh, other players. Uh, that's fine once in a while, but I really... Uh, a PvE is... It, it seems sounds like I'd rather play something like that. That could convince me to try this. Yeah. Well, I know uh, PC Game Pass is constantly having $1 deals to join for a month. Um, and I know that's likely where you'd pick this up. Um, I don't know if it states there's cross-play. I can probably do a quick look here. Um, 
I don't see anything, but uh, I, I would assume there's crossplay. Every every one of these games has crossplay, but um, it's not in the news release. You'd think Microsoft would be would be touting that, but uh, yeah, it looks. You know, here's the thing. I'm not a big Rainbow Six fan. Uh, I just the the realistic nature of the of the shooting mechanics is one of those things where I just I'm not good at it. Um, I'm more of a Halo person. Uh, but when I hear PVE co-op where I can play with folks that are better than I am, <laughs> that's where I'm like, okay, I could do this. And I have Game Pass. I'm subscribed um, and I can see myself booting this up. And you know what? Even if it doesn't have uh, you know cross-play, I would even check it out on PC so we could play together because I feel like you know we, we could check this out for the show. Um, but yeah, it's going to be coming to Game Pass. And like I said, there's always deals going on for Game Pass. So check that out. Uh, Lou, I, I believe this one is in here for, for you mostly because you were talking, we were talking about Resident Evil remakes, Resident Evil video game remakes. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica is getting a remake this year, but from fans. Which won't last. Yeah. I mean, where have I heard this story before? I feel the, like we've... The, 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 the track record for these things is as soon as they're about to come out, Capcom hits them with a cease and desist, they pull them, and then they get, then we get one of these coming. And in all honesty, I've heard rumors floating around that despite the fact there's a fan remake, I've already heard rumors that Capcom is working on a remake for this already. Yeah. So, uh, and another rumor I've heard is that, you know, we, it's not, it's not a rumor. We are getting a Resident Evil 4 remake that is coming. And I've already heard some backroom rumors that Capcom has pulled who was developing it and went with, and they're changing teams because they're, they've, they've gotten, uh, uh, like, play tests with the current team and the dev uh the whatever the current version of the game they're testing is and it is awful and capcom is not happy uh so they're pulling it and the resident evil 2 remake team might be taking over for that team that's the Mm -hmm. rumor i've heard because it's being done by the same people who did resident evil 3 remake which was not the same team as the resident evil 2 remake yeah, I you know I love the idea of Capcom remaking all of their Resident Evil games, and it's kind of funny how they haven't gone back to Resident Evil One, and sort of a lot of the um, was it just Zero or was there another sort of spinoff there that they did on the on the Wii slash GameCube era? Uh, in the Wii era, there were a couple of sh- uh, light gun games. I do remember that. Yeah, I was more. I was trying to remember if there was just another like pseudo sequel in the same vein of, as Resident Evil Zero that came out, but I think Zero might have been just the one that I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, I, I still have my Wii and those games floating around here in the basement somewhere. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I mean, I think you're right. Like, I think that uh, a this is probably going to get some sort of shutdown, but um, I think you're also correct in that. you'd be silly to think Capcom isn't remaking for Code Veronica. It sounds like they're skipping Code Veronica and going straight to four. And I don't think that's a good idea. No, I I don't think so either. I think that uh, if there's any game that you could probably look to 
you know, get Not out there. Remake. Well, yeah, don't remake. Here's the thing. We haven't talked about it. Um, speaking of Resident Evil 4, uh, I have an Oculus Quest 2, and I played Resident Evil 4 VR. Um, I picked it up, and I, I made it through the first couple levels and such, and it's it's really good. I mean, we talk about revisiting, like, buying Skyrim over and over again. I think Resident Evil 4 as a game that you revisit constantly, um, you know, playing it in VR, they've done a great job at, at, at bringing it over. <laughs> I have only one gripe with Resident Evil 4. I love that game, and my only gripe is, is that I've played it so much <laughs> that now when I play it, I play it a certain way and a certain way only. And I also know where almost everything is off the top of my head in that game. So, like, it's not that it's not fun, but it's literally like, oh, yep, yeah, nope, not going to use that gun. going to swap to use this gun. Going to hold out and use the crappy starter pistol to, like, an unlock X gun. And then going to do, and it, like, I play it a certain way. And then when I play it that way, it's it's for a reason. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think that uh, Capcom will remake. Uh, they, the, 4 is heavily, as you said, heavily rumored. Code Veronica is going to get that treatment at some point. Um, I'd be surprised if they put Code Veronica in the same bin as Resident Evil 0. As like, ah, we're n- it, it was what it was, and we're not going back to it. I, I don't know a lot about Resident Evil Code Veronica. I know that it was like, I think it was positioned as a Dreamcast exclusive in a similar fashion to the way Resident Evil 4 was exclusive to the GameCube. Like, it didn't last forever, but that's where it started. Um, but I I could be... I'm, I'm probably wrong. I mean, the funny thing is, like, pre-Resident... Really pre-Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 1 remake on the GameCube, I just didn't have much to do with that franchise because I was always a Nintendo game. You've never played Gun Survivor or Gun Survivor 2? I have no idea what that is. Uh, is that a th- What is that? Is that a Resident Evil that, game? Those are Resident Evil games. Resident Evil Gun Survivor and Resident Evil Gun Survivor 2. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a pretty generic I, title. <laughs> um, They're Resident Evil games that you... Uh, you playing Resident Evil 4 VR makes me think of these. Resident Evil Gun Survivor is a first-person Resident Evil on-rails shooter that you play that was on PlayStation 1. I have a copy right here behind me on the on my bookcase. Um and then there's also Gun Survivor 2 which they did for PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 2 one actually lets you use if you have a PS2 you can use the light gun so you move around with the controller and then you shoot at stuff with the light gun huh uh and Gun Survivor 2 is really quonk at like like it's really wonky Gun Survivor 1 is super fun you can play through it in like 2 hours and you don't need to be good at it. It's it it's it, it's it's super easy, but it's a fun time. Oh, all right. I do remember playing Umbrella Chronicles on the Wii, which was a, which was a light gun game that had come out. Um, uh, we don't we we don't. Uh, I will I I will say this now. We and Zombies Ate My Podcast are not in, 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 in telling people that they should go get an emulator and play Gun Survivor. But if you do. You won't regret it. I had not even heard of that game. I'll have to look it up and and see what it's like. Um, but yeah, I I hope I uh, obviously when it comes to video games and TV shows and movies, we're gonna be doing a 2022 preview in just a little bit. Um, I know for a fact that um, 
it's it's tough to know what's coming out in 2022 because a lot of stuff hasn't been announced and i have a feeling that a resident evil property outside of reverse is going to be announced and may come out this year i could see a, a smaller scale remake coming out this year it sounds like resident evil 4 i thought the 4 remake was coming out this year but the rumors i've heard is that it's not that's so. a tough one i mean it's one they gotta get right and i could see them taking their time i mean capcom's changed over the years i feel like they've really they've really opted to take their time on things so i mean we'll see uh, i think i'd rather see a code veronica remake because i never had a chance to play it um but we'll see uh, let's keep it in the vein of video games and, um, we'll have to talk about this one again in a little bit, but Evil Dead, the game is going to feature the entire main cast of Sam Raimi's original film. So you've got obviously Bruce Campbell coming back to play as four different versions of Ash. Um, I assume that means the original Ash, Ash versus Evil, the dead Ash, they say evil Ash. And then there's probably one more in there, maybe like um i felt like army of the army of darkness was uh was that the third film army of darkness yes he was a little different in there maybe that's like him in medieval garb maybe i don't know yeah uh yeah and there's also evil ash which is uh, uh i think gonna be an enemy character yeah so characters coming back being played by the original cast so uh, lou I'll, I'll lean on you on this one because i i don't know the character names so well but uh it looks like cheryl uh scotty and ash from 1981's the evil dead are all coming back to voice their characters uh so that includes ellen sandweiss uh hell delrich no, she, she uh, ellen sandweiss was the one that plays ash's girlfriend in the first movie yeah so she's coming back as a playable character um, they're going to be playable survivors with Linda played by Betsy Baker and Shelly played by Teresa Tilly also making special appearances. Um, I don't know. Obviously people who watched the first film, I, I could have looked it up on IMDb. Maybe those are the other characters, uh, that show up at the cabin at the beginning, I'm guessing. And they could have a special appearance, maybe some, um, uh, some, some sort of flavor, uh, animations and stuff as you're like going through the map uh, here's the thing like this game looks really fun i can't wait to try it. i can't wait to play it when it comes out this year it is one that's coming out this year and i always here's the thing like if you're going to go back to something a property that has been you know um uh, left on the shelf for a bit and you're gonna you're gonna dust it off and you're gonna come back to it you need to include as much as possible from the original uh stuff you know, I think that goes a long way to making it seem less like a, well, we got to revive Ghostbusters or we got to revive Evil Dead, you know, we, we got to go back so we can make the monies. I, I really think like, yeah, of course, you should make a profit on things you build. Absolutely. But in order to keep fans and, and make a good product, I think you really need to treat the original source material with respect and having those original actors come back as opposed to having like... um sound alikes or worse uh no vo i think there was a like a nickelodeon brawler that came out where there was like no vo and you've got all these cartoon characters just kind of like beating each other up but there's no voice it's super weird um so this is a good sign i mean they've they've got everybody like they've got cast from ash versus evil dead cast from you know the third film which was you know different from the first two i mean the, the second one was a remake of the first one but 
I don't know. Like Lou, are you excited for this? I'm excited for this. I really want to. I really want to play this. But every time I see stuff for it, it I, 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 when it comes to video games, I, 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 Evil Dead has had a lot of games. Like I don't know if you ever played that PlayStation One Evil Dead game. No. But it's it's trying to be Resident Evil, and it's really bad. Like you never have any ammo. Uh, I, I, I don't. I think I got rid of my copy of that. Unfortunately, I don't think that's one I still have anymore. Yeah, I do remember the ads for it. Uh, well, no, you probably wouldn't remember ads for this. Maybe it's a N64 one I'm thinking of. There was a Resi- There was an Evil Dead. There was an Evil Dead PlayStation One game, and then they did two or three for PlayStation Two. And the ones on PlayStation Two sold really well. Um, the one on PlayStation One was just bad. <laughs> well, maybe like it's 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 almost unplayable. It's so bad. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully this one looks good. And I mean, it's being sort of heralded as like in the same vein as like Dead by Daylight, which is uh, I do enjoy those games. Um, But yeah, we'll see. It'll be out this year. We'll give it a shot. We'll take a look at it. Uh, Could be another good candidate for Game Pass if they're looking to boost player numbers. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, We have one last news story here. And again, this kind of, you know, bleeds into our topic. But um, we have Netflix's next zombie drama um, coming to us from South Korea. This is All of Us Are Dead. It's a, uh, I guess it's a TV adaptation of a zombie webtoon. Uh, now at our school, All of Us Are Dead. And this is a TV show um, that's coming to Netflix in, I think, the next month, I think. But yeah, like after watching like Alive, uh, which we really enjoyed, like I know, I don't know if you watched that medieval show that was kind of, was that not zombies as well? And that was brought over from, um, I think it was South Korean as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, I think I watched one episode of that and and it was good, but I just wasn't, it was something I wasn't in the mood for at the time. I need keep needing to go back. It's called the kingdom. And I think there's another, there's like a spinoff series for that. Oh, the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never watched it either. And it's funny. Like, I'm just going to look it up. Um, it was, yeah. Oh, kingdom. Yeah. Yep. Kingdom. It was a strange rumors about their ill King Grippa. Maybe this is not the one. Yeah, no, it's oh, no, got yeah, something plague. to do with, yeah, it's got something to do with like the king and he there's a plague and it was good what I saw of it, but I only watched like one or two episodes. Hmm. Yeah, that does look good. Um so yeah, but this one will be coming. Uh January twenty eighth is when it'll arrive on Netflix. And um, you know, you may recognize some names uh in the cast list, but one that they 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 note specifically is if if you watched Squid Game the actor that played contestant 240 is part of the cast. That's uh, yeah. uh, Lee Yumi. So, um, yeah, I mean, maybe something we check out, maybe something we watch for the show and we talk about, but uh, we'll have a chance to talk about it again in just a little bit as we move into the topic. Zombie topic of the week. Lou, we kind of got a bit of a two-parter here as we're going to kick off with uh, something we've, I'm sure we've done in the past. 
um, which is a 2021 review. Quick look at our favorites in the categories of movie, TV, and video game. And um, look, I'm not going to say, look, this show is all about like um, watching a lot of zombie content. And a lot of that zombie content doesn't necessarily come out in the year that we're watching it. A lot of it came out years and years ago. Um, But what we're going to try to do here is focus on what came out in 2021. So that means we are going to have less picks, but we only are picking one for each. And uh, Lou, favorite movie of of this year, favorite zombie film that you watched uh, that you really enjoyed? Uh, I want to say Army of the Dead, but it might be Army of Thieves. Uh, There's zombies in it, so I'm calling it a zombie movie. (laughs) I mean, I it's care. it's related. It's it it's is so very close. Related. Um, it is a sort of pseudo prequel. I mean, it is a prequel to Army of the Dead. It features uh, the safecracker. I will say this because I uh, Ryan has not seen Army of Thieves. I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Army of the Dead was good. Like it might be. Uh, like it made me want to watch a Zack Snyder movie. So that was an impress. That was that was that's an impressive feat. Um, and then. Army of Thieves came out, and I was bored one afternoon, and the baby was taking a nap, and I said, I'm just gonna watch this and see if it's any good. And all of my, like, weirdness that, all the weird things that happen in Army of the Dead that I'm like, I don't know, that kind of took me out of the movie. I enjoyed this movie, but it definitely has its flaws. Army of Thieves makes up for all of that. Hmm. Army of Thieves makes you think that there's more going on than there is could be going on like there's something weird in this universe going on yeah there is definitely something weird going on and i haven't i haven't watched it yet um like my pick is is army of the dead i I don't i don't want to shift away from army of thieves but just to say like i think in terms of new zombie films that really stood um stood above all the other ones we, we we did see or that did come out um i i have not seen their new resident evil movie yet I hear it's not great, but uh, Army of the Dead. I hear it's not great. I'm waiting for it. To, it's available to stream for rent, but it's still a $20 rental. Uh, I know in a couple of weeks it'll be a $20 buy. I will probably just buy it. Yeah, um, I have. I want to watch it. I will watch it, and we will report on the show whether we yeah. – our thoughts. There was also, there was also Black Friday with – with Bruce Campbell, yet another Bruce Campbell movie. But that came out like literally like six weeks ago and it was like almost impossible to find anywhere. So I'm hoping that that's going to come to streaming soon. So I can, I can, I can check that out too. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were some good zombie films that came out. I think that when you look at what, what, uh, was Zack Snyder returning to the zombie genre, but bringing his new sort, I don't even know if you want to call it new, like, I really like no. Zack Snyder from 300 and Dawn of the Dead remake. And I think those, he made good adaptations of a pre-existing thing, right? He makes good movies. He does not make good superhero movies. Yeah, but, I, and I agree with you there, but I feel like a- he just adds this weirdness to everything. Like it can't just be a Superman film. It's got to be a Superman film with all the other stuff going on. It can't be Batman v Superman. It's got to be that plus a bunch of other and stuff. I, 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 and I and I don't think it works when he does superhero stuff, but when he does zombie stuff, I think it makes sense. 
Yeah, but but the, and I agree. I think that's what makes Army of the Dead so interesting is because they they do have zombies, yes, but it adds a twist. Army of the Dead Two is in development, but again, Netflix hasn't said if that's coming this year or next year. Yeah, I don't think it's my, this year. My fingers are crossed that we're going to get it this year. I hope so. I mean, Army of Thieves seemed like they shot that thing like. Uh, so I don't know. interesting thing for those of you that maybe haven't watched Army of Thieves. Uh, Dieter, who is the lead in the movie, uh, the safe cracker, that actor also directed the film. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. And he is, once again, he was, he stole every scene in Army of the Dead. He steals every scene in this movie, too. Yeah. Do I have any? Oh, here. <laughs> there you go. So that, that yeah. was Dieter right there. Um, I need to watch that film. I will definitely have to check it out. I, I actually forgot that it had come out, so I will make sure it's on my list to watch. Um, looking at TV, I think in previous years, like probably five or six years ago, I feel like The Walking Dead could really take over this category. But um, thankfully, there's been a lot of other stuff that's come out. This is a bit of a cheat for me, but my favorite TV show, and Lou, I don't know if you agree on this, was the specific episode of Marvel What If, which was Marvel Zombies. Um, it was my favorite zombie television content that I watched last year. That's not necessarily like a commentary on where zombie TV show stuff is at right now, but... No, I, I would agree with you. I would say that that was, a, 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 that was one of my favorite zombie TV stuff this year. Um, something I wanted to watch, but it wasn't easy to watch is there's that new, uh, day of the dead show on sci-fi channel and man, they don't make that easy to find. They posted the first episode on YouTube, which was great. And I have it lined up. I was going to watch it, but then I was like, I don't want to watch this. If trying to find the rest of the season is going to be difficult. And it was a real pain in the butt. So I just kind of have held off on that. Um, you mentioned here in our notes Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Uh, that was interesting. It wasn't my favorite thing for the year, but I definitely enjoyed it. I'm hoping that uh, uh, Netflix teams up with Capcom to do some, do more of that. Yeah, I think the main reason I included it is it reminded me so much of the um, early CG movies that Capcom did um back in the day and I, I, it's by no means good television it just i remember watching it and it like not only was it resident evil but it was also reminding me of those like really old cg films that they did like i think it was one was called damnation or something uh, this uh there's degeneration, a there was degeneration damnation and then there's another one there's be there's three of them yeah I, and and I've seen all three of them. I couldn't tell you what any of them are about. <laughs> I know. But and and again, like people are going to think I'm trolling, but like the only reason I included it as a and it's a runner up. The reason I included I'm, it as a runner up is because it just it has that nostalgia feel of like it's not great television, but it reminds me of Ryan watching these back in the day. The other thing too though is this Infinite Darkness was actually better than those other three. Oh, 100%. And, and and that's not saying much. No. It is not saying much at all, but it was better. I mean, we'll, we don't have to rehash like all the other TV shows we watched because obviously there's a lot of Walking Dead ones. Um, and I mean, I didn't include worst 
in any of these categories for a reason, uh, because I know we could easily mention a couple on, on the TV segment here, but let's talk about video games because we've got a whole chunk of 2022 to get to as well. Um, I honestly forgot about your entry, so I'm going to throw it to you first here. Like, what's your favorite zombie video game from the year? Resident Evil The Village. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's literally on most people's game of the year lists. Um, it's got weird ape-like zombies. It's got... If you dig Resident Evil in general and you liked Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil The Village is more of that. Um. It it was probably my favorite game I played last year. I have beat that game five times. Wow. That's a lot. Five times. It's five times, but it gets way easier to beat once you unlock, like, infinite ammo and you can just wander around with, like, the most powerful pistol and shotgun in the game and you have infinite ammo, so you just go, bang, it's dead, bang, it's dead, bang, it's dead. Well, that is fun. That makes it a lot easier, for sure. Um, I I didn't include it because I never played it. I watched an entire playthrough of it, which was the first game I ever did a, a, a full um, Let's Play watch-through of. Uh and we talked about it on the show. Scott Johnson was playing through it. So that was another another added layer of fun for me um, to watch him play it and, and be scared out of his mind, even though I know the game is less scary than than seven and, and previous entries. But yeah, I, I think you're right. It's it certainly made a lot of game of the year lists. It's a it's a very good. It's probably the triple A zombie release from last year that that probably was the top of the yeah. list. Yeah, I mean, I like Back for Blood, but it's so buggy and the AI is kind of garbage. And every time I sit down with it, I have a good time playing it, but I'm not like, oh man, I can't wait to go back and play it. Yeah, that was my pick was Back for Blood. And I think it was, it came down to what games I played and what games I, I had a good time with um back for blood uh played it on game pass i'm interested to see where it goes in 2022 i mean we've talked a lot about their roadmap and stuff but um yeah i had a lot of fun with it it's good to go back to left for dead like a left for dead s game without having to play left for dead 2 which is a, a fairly old experience but you're right it's got some issues uh specifically ones that we ran into with you know ai and then replacing that AI with uncooperative real people. Um, so if you've got four buddies, you know, if you've got three buddies that you can play with, absolutely, it's a really great game, I'm sure. But uh, it is held back by some of its design limitations in terms of it being a, a co-op experience. But yeah, the AI needs to be tweaked. Um, it's really not great. Uh, but yeah, I, I did choose Back for Blood. It was, it was my favorite. I mean, as a runner-up, though, a game that I think... Um, captured all the hearts and minds of zombie fans uh was the re-release of stubs the zombie um very bare bones re-release but a re-release nonetheless i was really glad to be able to play that game again because i still have my xbox version floating around here somewhere uh i don't have an xbox anymore but man i held on to this game and i and i've always really loved this game my only gripe is that it really is just a port and it's a buggy port at that uh, every time I play, try and play it, I have the day the game crash on me or lock up or I end up with some kind of issue. And so 
like I keep waiting for them to patch or fix things and they're really not doing that. So, I mean, I would definitely say it's my runner up because I love that game. But man, uh, buyer beware with that game. Yeah. And they they were pretty much uh, pretty much given away at this point. I think it was part of the Twitch gaming, maybe. Uh, it was part of something. I know it was part of Humble. Stubbs was uh, in a Humble bundle, and it was an epic free game one week. Ah, uh, that's, that's what it was. Oh, I do. And it wasn't even part of the holiday release. It was just a standard... Yeah, it was just a standard regular week, and it was it was shortly after we reviewed it that it came out on that. Yeah, it was the same year I, it came out. It was a it was a quick turnaround for sure. I was like, "Whoa, this is a free game on Epic!" Like six weeks after we talked about it, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that looks at twenty twenty one. I mean, like it was a good year for zombie content. A lot of really good hits. Yeah, some misses, but some good hits as well. But let's look forward to twenty twenty two. Some of these we've already talked about, so we'll kind of like, you know, list them and, and uh, we can kind of skip over them. But let's start with movies. And I want to address movies real quick before we start. Um, movies are tough, uh, especially with zombie content. Like when you look at movies and you look at an upcoming release calendar, you can either look at a giant list of all the movies coming out or you can look at like the top 50 of like the big studios and I don't, there are not a lot of big studios making zombie films for 2022. Um, So not a lot popped out, but that isn't to say that there aren't some great zombie movies coming out in 2022. I just think they are um, woefully under the radar. So if we miss any that you know of coming out this year, certainly write in, um, jump in the discord, email us, that sort of thing. But uh, one that did come in from the discord was the Amityville Rising film, which just came out, just released. And, uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess in discord, they were saying it's like a, a really bad, good zombie film. If that makes sense. Well, I know that makes yeah. sense to you. That always makes sense to me. I I saw the poster for it and like, I quickly looked at it and I thought it was like Mel Gibson, but it's not, it is, no. it is Scott C Rowe. I'm assuming as long as they have the, the names lined up correctly, but I mean, Sir, I, yeah. I have to correct you. I knew there was something on this list that you were missing. Oh, what's that? You're missing Evil Dead. Is that? Oh, yeah, that is this year. Okay. That is that is this year. I had to double check because I couldn't remember if that was 2022 or 2023. But we are getting Evil Dead Rises in October 21st, 2022. Okay. Well, there you go. That is one I missed. Uh, you know, and I mean, we, I know we don't have a trailer for it yet uh, for Evil Dead Rises. But um, I'm going to break that rule anyways with the next one, which is the Walking Dead Rick movie. I feel like it's got to be this year, right? Um, As far as I know, they just started filming. That's fine. I mean, that's a, it's a movie. They can film it and they can wrap it. And I mean, they their TV turnaround is, is less than a year, right? So uh, what about what, what a TV movie? I don't know. I... I I know they keep saying it's going to be big budget, but yeah, you're right. Like I don't, if they have just started filming, I know it's not like on everybody's radar, but uh, yeah, the walking dead Rick movie is something that's been in developed forever. And I feel like if it doesn't come out this year, it's certainly going to come out next year. I mean, walking dead season 11 is wrapping this year. If you're not like lining up this Rick movie before the walking dead ends, I I don't even know what you're doing, man. Um, but yeah, I, I included on this list 
because I'm sure, hey, okay, if we don't get it this year, we at least get a trailer or at least like a solid nod to it coming out of some kind, like set photos or Scott Gimble saying more than we're working on it. Like, what do you think? Can you give me that at least? <laughs> I think we're, I think, I think it's a done deal. We're going to get a trailer for it. Yeah. I think we have to get a trailer for it this year. If we don't, and Walking Dead comes to an end and we don't have a Rick movie to rely on for next year, uh, I think uh, I think this is going to fail miserably if that happens. Yeah. Well, a movie we do have a trailer for and we're super excited to watch is Wormwood Apocalypse. We just talked about this, I think, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And this is a follow-up, a sequel to a film we really enjoyed. Uh, speaking of back in the day, I, th- I can't remember. I think it was 2016 or something when we watched it. I could be wrong. But yeah, Wormwood Apocalypse is coming out this year. It's premiering in Australia in February. So I assume it won't be far off from there that it's available worldwide. Um, so not that much long to wait for that one, Lou. And I feel like we owe it to ourselves to watch something good and something that we picked <laughs> no offense to other uh... no I, i'm looking forward to that um and i'm looking at a list because i i felt like we were missing something okay am i missing more uh, i knew we th- were there is there was something that i don't know if this is necessarily a zombie movie but i thought this was worth a mention sure uh Dave Grohl has a horror movie in the vein of Evil Dead coming out this year. I knew that this was coming, but I didn't know anything about it. It's called Studio 666, and it was apparently done by him and a bunch of his buddies during the pandemic because they were all stuck at home. And it's got it's something to do with people being possessed and it's a horror comedy in the spirit of Evil Dead is what I keep hearing. And so this might be a zombie movie. Yeah, you know what? I did uh, watch the trailer for this, and it, and you're right. It's got a very strong Evil Dead vibe. Um, a lot of possession sort of going on, that sort of thing. But More it, could be zo- it could be zombie. It could not be zombie. We don't know. But I thought that this was worth a mention for next year. Yeah. Just because it's such a weird project. It it certainly is. Like, it's kind of... I, I know that this was at some film festivals, like, in the last year, and... The people that saw it said it's surprisingly really good. Hmm. Okay. So, well, there you fingers go. crossed. I hope so. It kind of reminds me of Tenacious D a little bit, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Some strong Tenacious D vibes, and I'm and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, that's a good one to include. Uh, I think like moving into TV. Let's get the let's get the easy ones out of the way first. Uh, we already talked about All of Us Are Dead, which is the Netflix series uh, from South Korea that's coming out at the end yep. of January. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll check it out. Um, and then, uh, you know, it has to be said, all the Walking Dead stuff. You've yep. got uh, season 11 of Walking Dead wrapping up this year with part two in February and part three, presumably, I'd say late summer. Um, you got Fear the Walking Dead that's going to be wrapping up. It's season seven in the new year, in this year, uh, I should say. And then starting an eighth season probably in the fall. And uh, this Tales series, uh, which is supposed to start this year. Uh, yeah, there's all, I, I think it's, I don't know if it's Tales. There's a thing that was showing up on my Amazon account. Sure. Uh, called uh, The Walking Dead Origins. 
Yeah, isn't that like the, you know, the Disney Plus Marvel Legends thing? Is or that what it is? Is that what it is? Because it was it was trying to get me to buy a season of it for like 30 bucks. And I was like, no, Ooh. is this the Tales thing? No, it's not. I think it's um, I think it's like a look. It's like an in-depth look. At, I'm surprised they're charging for it. Because to it me, was, it, it might not have been 30 bucks, but they were char- they wanted to charge me for it. And I was like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Walking Dead origins let me just look this up real quick a limited series of specials in the tv series exploring the journeys of the series most celebrated characters so daryl carol maggie negan each episode of the walking dead origin charts the story of a zombie apocalypse um it is amc plus it came out last summer i think it's i think it is like a clip show basically I think they were trying to charge me for it on Amazon. That's I was like, insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, no, don't no. do that. Don't buy that. Um, uh, you know, Tales is a is a series that I think exists um, outside of all the other Walking Dead properties. Although we'll pull in some of them. I'm telling you, this is their way of making backdoor pilots for new shows. Sure. Hey, more power to them. That's exactly what this is. They want to make pilots so that they can keep making Walking Dead stuff. And so the Tales is going to be, let's create a new character, throw him in a thing, see if people like this episode. Did people like this episode? Nope. Throw it out. Let's start over again. That's what, the, that's what this Tales show is going to be. If it gets them to be more experimental with this fantastic franchise, I am totally fine with that. As long exactly. as they don't greenlight everything. No, uh, what I want to see them do is tackle stuff that's not in the United States. I think that you, the Tales series is a great way for them to tackle zombies in Canada, zombies in Europe, zombies in Asia. There's, I think there's some, I think there's some content here. So let's let's keep our fingers crossed that we get that and less of what we've been getting. Agreed, agreed, hundred um, percent. Another Netflix property is Resident Evil. Uh, this is the one focusing on Wesker uh, and his kids. It's going to be... It's a very different Resident Evil than what you're used to. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Uh, it looks to be like... Well, we don't know anything about it. We just have the cast. We have the cast and we have a trailer that shows a dog. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to stay on record and say that 15-second dog trailer looks better than that Resident Evil movie that came out last. I'm just saying I should watch the Resident Evil movie so I can back it up. But um, I, I don't know. I will say, I will say this. I have not seen the new Resident Evil movie, but I will say when you see reviews done by, let's say mainstream reviewers that don't watch a lot of horror movies, they call it a bad movie. When you see a bunch of people that are like horror movie fans that have seen it, they say it's not great, but it's more of what they wanted from the original movies. Yeah. And it's in the right vein. Uh, I, I think, unfortunately, I think the pandemic is what's going to hurt that movie. Uh, I'm hoping that it makes a lot of money on rental or on streaming so that we might get a sequel to it, whether it's bad or good. I'd like to see I'd like to see that become something. I feel like they could uh, they could learn from the lessons from the first film if if they're able to get a sequel. Like I think that's one thing that the original the other Resident Evil franchise uh, that of uh, films they had they never learned from what worked in those movies. They just kept going and making 
kind of like the same sort of thing over and over again with with droplets of resident evil and it sounds like this new one they they really injected the games into them and and that is that is nice so i do need to watch it i'm totally i'm joking i'm giving everybody a hard time um but uh trailers are you know they're a wonderful thing uh but this resident evil uh series is coming to netflix this year we don't know when but it will be focusing on wesker um with the main dude from uh he was on fringe i don't know his name unfortunately Uh, i I know when someone says it i'm gonna be like all right i i i i i I know the face i know lance hendrick lance something it's lance something it's not lance hendrickson that's a different guy (laughs) i know uh oh man lance reddick yeah i was just about to say that i was like that sounds wrong no lance reddick um he's from he he plays a prominent character in horizon uh um zero dawn he was in fringe he's a fantastic actor he's in the john wick movies oh is he cool uh yep yep he's the chief of police in the tv series bosch on amazon um he's in all kinds of stuff i need to watch bosch then okay i did not know he's in that all right yeah, he's the chief of police, and he's one of these characters that you start out, you're like, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. And then by, like, the end of the first season, you're like, he might be my favorite thing in this show. Okay, well, I have to check that out. I really like him. Um, but, yeah, Resident Evil will be coming to Netflix. I hope it's good. Uh, I think Netflix has been hit and miss in their adaptations. And also, they've been really, um, unfortunately, good at canceling things uh, lately. So, yeah, um, yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't even get me started on that. That that that's a topic not for this show. No, no. Well, maybe we'll get a chance to talk about it when they cancel Resident Evil. We'll see. Uh, knock on wood. Um, the last TV, se- <laughs> sorry, the last TV series we're going to talk about is The Last of Us HBO series, which actually was just in the news today because they cast uh, Riley. Um, they have an actress from I think it's Euphoria, the HBO show. Yep. Um, I don't know the actress's name, but uh, they announced who was going to be playing Riley. So we're probably going to get some flashback scenes um, from the prequel DLC that uh, that was released um, shortly after the first Last of Us. I really want to like this project, but the more they talk about it, the more it literally feels like they're going to just recreate the game scene for scene with real people. And they're not going to change the plot or change any of the details. So... For someone like me that's played the games, I feel like this is going to be really boring. Yeah, I'm here's the thing. I we haven't seen a trailer yet. I think that makes that makes or breaks breaks it for me. Um, Just like the Resident Evil series on Netflix, I can be excited for something based on it being an adaptation and also the actors like going on the information we have. I'm excited for both Resident Evil and Last of Us. And granted, it's not a lot of information. but yeah, I, I, I hear where you're coming from. I think, I don't think it's going to be shot for shot, but I feel like it's going to be very close with some slight changes to not necessarily address fan feedback, but similar to what they did with the walking dead, like the early seasons before they had to really veer off due to like character or actors leaving. I feel like you're going to get the same beats, but a slightly different journey. You know, like it's not going to be shot for shot, but you're getting the same beats. You're going to have um, the the beat where uh, they discover that Ellie has been bitten, you know, and, and there's going to be this interaction of of uh, of of Joel 
being like, what, why are we taking you out of the city if you've already been bitten? You know, we're going to, we're going to get the death of Joel's daughter at the beginning of the season. Absolutely. Uh, you're going to have those beats, but I think the journey is going to be different because you're, you're, you're replacing the, the video game journey, which is you walking around like looking at shit. Right. So I, I feel like this is just not going to be for me. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, for one, um, I'm going to watch it. I totally will watch it and at least give it a fair shake, but I totally, I'm kind of over the last of us as a game. So they, the more they keep showing us and the more they keep talking about it, like they're not selling me on this. I'm like, I've been down this road. I've played this story. Like, like say what you want. Resident Evil isn't the, the that movie is not a direct adaptation of those video games. But boy, they're borrowing a bunch of ideas, but they're doing it a different way. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, um, I can't really give you a hard time about HBO's The Last of Us because uh, I, I'm doing the same thing to the Resident Evil film. So I, I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna give you shit for it. But uh, yeah, like uh, we'll see. That one's definitely coming out this year. I could see us getting a trailer probably after the Uncharted film comes out. <laughs> we won't even talk mm-hmm. about that. Um, but speaking of video games, let's talk about video games. Like I said, there's a lot of these that we kind of already touched on. Um, Evil Dead: The Games coming out this year. Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, Resident Evil Reverse was supposed to come out last year alongside Village. Yeah, I own it because I bought a copy of Village. And I forgot all about this thing. And I was looking on my uh, on my Steam library today to see if there was any games this year that were zombie related that like I we hadn't talked about. And I thought about Raise the Dead, but that's last year. That came out last year with the, so uh, that doesn't count for this year. And Resident Evil Reverse showed up in my inventory, and I was like, "Oh, that's right! This came with the village." And then there's a big sign next to it in my Steam library that says "Coming soon." And I was like, "Really? This thing still ain't out yet?" Uh, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, it'll be out. I think they had a beta, and it was just and kudos to Capcom. They had the beta. They took their their, their um. <laughs> well, you know how the internet reacts to bad video games. Uh, they they took that feedback and they said, okay, we're going to hold on to this and we're going to release it later. Well, I think they have to do that because Capcom has tried to do this like six times now. And <laughs> every time it fails badly. Like, I really, I just wish that they would take um, the old PS2 uh, Resident Evil multiplayer games. I can't even remember what they're called. Um, I should just look at the shelf behind me. Give me a second. I think I have a copy. No, it's actually the one Resident Evil series games I got rid of when they stopped working because they sh- Capcom shut down the servers, and I think I got rid of them after that. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, there was a Resident Evil Online. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, there was a Resident Evil Online 1 and 2, oh, but man. they had a name. It was on PS2. You had to have a, 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 a modem on your PS2 to play them. And... They were surprisingly good. Like, they weren't great, but they were interesting and different enough that they were fun to play. And Capcom keeps trying to find a way to make Resident Evil multiplayer. We got, what is it, the Umbrella... Uh, the umbrella shooter game that they had for a while that didn't work. Oh, wow, what was that? Yeah. Um, Yeah, we. I have a copy. We played it. I think you got it for Resident Evil 3, wasn't it? Like, no, no, no. That, that's another one. There's oh. another one. 
Okay. I'm I'm not I I'm loading my Steam library. Give me a moment. You people. probably Give have me. it. Yeah, no doubt. I have them all. Yeah, I think that uh you're right. Capcom keeps trying to do this. They keep trying. They're thankfully bundling them with other games and I mean, they are there as in my mind bonuses. I think they have to do it that way. But I I just I want them to succeed. I just feel like that's the wrong path. I'd rather them focus on a on a Resident Evil 9. Yeah. I mean, they've got multiple teams, and I, I've never been one of those, you know, folks that play video games that look at what companies are doing and suggesting, like, oh, man, you're making, you know, Diablo Immortal. You should be making Diablo 4. And it's like, well, you know, big companies can make multiple games at once, and I think Capcom is a company that is really good at outsourcing sometimes. Um, and, I, you know, it Reverse being buggy and being delayed did not impact Resident Evil Village whatsoever. Um, that game will still come out and um, we'll, we'll we'll check it out. I, I, I think, like, it, it was uh, sort of heralded as, like, kind of using the Smash model where they were bringing in all the characters from the Resident Evil, you know, well, the Reverse, and uh, kind of mashing them together into this, you know... Um, is it a cooperative shooter or competitive? It's um, ah, yeah, I'm not sure. I can't either. remember. I, I'm not sure either. There was Umbrella Corpse, and then there was Resistance. Okay. And Resistance is the one that came out with uh, Resident Evil Three, and Resistance was the multiplayer one. That the plan is, it was a one versus a group. Yeah. And it was it was people liked it. And said it was interesting, but the servers were so buggy that people kind of abandoned it really quickly. Uh, yeah. Umbrella Corpse was like dead on arrival. And the other one that we're thinking of was there was Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City that oh. was for th- that that came out in 2012. And that was the one where you were a bunch of umbrella people in the middle of Raccoon City and you had to like get to checkpoints and escape zombies. It was like a it was like a tactical shooter. Huh. So the reverse game is uh, it's it's a com- um, a competitive, so it's four to six players facing off. It's, it's like a de- yeah, it's like a death match. Yeah, that makes yeah, okay. Well, I'm less interested now. I'm not a big fan of. Uh, I'm not very good at competitive shooters. Um, well, I mean, Resident Evil Reverse. I'm sure it'll come out this year, and I'm sure it won't be the only Resident Evil game that we get at least teased for the year um we've talked about dying light before dying light 2 stay human is coming out they were in the news recently for um some weird social media uh use where they said hey it's 500 hours and they equated it to like walking from uh one one of their offices to another i think um and obviously the game is not going to take 500 hours to finish the campaign is 20 hours uh but when they say 500 hours like it literally did everything in the game it would be 500 hours but that i heard 500 hours and i mean lou you might be getting to this point too you know having a kid when i hear 500 hours i think like yeah that sounds terrible where am i gonna yeah. find 500 hours yeah like for me the perfect game unless i'm sitting down for that yes people i still play jrpgs unless i'm sitting down for something i'm really excited for that they say is gonna be 100 hours and i'm like all right i can fit 100 hours in if it's a the right kind of game if i hear more than 20 now i go yeah i'll wait for sale (laughs) yeah agreed um it's 
yeah, but it is a 20 hour campaign. I enjoyed Dying Light. Um, we'll see if we get a chance to check it out for the show. I, I did not enjoy the first Dying Light, but I've I, I I've been hankering to maybe go back and try it again and give it another shot. Yeah. Yeah. Because we played it in the early days and I know that it was buggy at launch. Yes. It came a long way and they supported it, I mean, right up pretty much until the announcement of two. Well, there's there's a new version of it coming to Switch. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I think that uh I think Dying Light 2, I'm excited to play its twenty hour campaign. And maybe dabble with the side stuff. Um, There was other news shortly after the 500-hour fiasco where they said they plan to support post-launch for up to five years, which is a similar promise that they had for the original Dying Light. So, like, there's a lot to love there. The original Dying Light has been out a long time. Yeah. And it still shows up in my news feed on my Steam account being like, hey, there's an update to this game. And I'm like, really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... Like, I still get emails, and it's like, hey, we're giving you some more free content. And I'm like, do people still play this? Holy crap. I guess they do. Um, And we'll end the the 2022 preview with a new game uh, that is uh, not a sequel and is coming out in 2022. It's from the team, uh, the creators of Dead Space. It's called the Callisto Protocol. It's a new story-driven single-player survival horror game coming to PC and consoles in 2022 from the creators of Dead Space. And um, it seems to be in the same vein as Dead Space, where you've got like monster zombie type creatures, sort of like alien virus type thing. Um, But it's uh, set on Jupiter's moon Callisto in the year 2320. Uh, Callisto Protocol is a next generation take on survival horror. I mean, that sounds awesome, does it not? Yeah, uh, I love Dead Space. So if you're telling me I'm going to get a Dead Space spiritual sequel, I'm in. Yeah. I don't know when this trailer launched, but I'm. It's familiar, like the name, but I don't recall it, but it looks super cool. Um, Yeah, I remember. I remember when this came out, we talked about it because we weren't sure if it was zombie content or not. Well, I think I'll count it. It looks really neat. I love Dead Space. I mean, if we're looking at like classic um zamp moments when dead space 3 was announced it had the uh the 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 trailer for dead space 3 had the in the air tonight song by it was a cover i think it was smashing pumpkins that did the cover i or maybe that was two that smashing pumpkins it was the vampire so anyways we we had some fun with that i think we were i i know i was i get kind of obsessed with like music beats sometimes and i i remember dead space 2 and 3 having those moments in their trailers where i was just like i i i i've played through dead space one at least three or four times and i've played through two at least twice but i've only ever played the third game once yeah it was good i never played the co-op i I always feel bad that i never did do the co-op um i remember i remember buying the third one on xbox at walmart and then one of the discs wouldn't load it was a two disc game so i couldn't even like install it properly and it was one of those awkward moments where you have to go back to walmart and say like i need a new copy of this game and once you open a video game i mean taking it back to like an eb or a GameStop, that's one thing where they can understand what you're talking about but going back to a walmart to the return center and they're like you can't return a video game once you open it and i'm like no i'm it's broken. I just want another copy of it. Like this is faulty material. You know? So there is something I want to mention here. Mm. So Callisto Protocol is 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 uh 
it's I was trying to think because there's another Dead Space wannabe that's being developed by EA now. Yeah, it's called Dead Space. Is, are they do is is it are they just doing it in another Dead Space? Yeah, it's not coming out in 2022. It's it's probably a 23-24 game, but it is a uh, remake of the original Dead Space, but okay. sort of a reimagining sort of. Okay, cuz I was worried that that's what this was, and I didn't realize this is done by the PUBG guys. Oh, is it? Yeah, they own Striking Distance Studios. Oh. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Because I was trying to figure out if this was some th- somehow owned by EA, and it's not. So striking distance. That actually studios. that actually makes me more interested in this. Oh yeah, yeah. Crafton Inc. is a collective of independent game developer teams responsible for various entertainment properties, including Battlegrounds and Terra. Huh. Yeah. Currently consists of PUBG Corp, Blue Hole, Striking Distance. A lot of lot of pub- I mean that's a publisher, but it's the big thing here is striking distance is is helmed by Glenn Schofield, which is the creator of Dead Space and founder of Sledgehammer Games. Yep. So he kind of went on to do um, some Call of Duty. Probably got burnt out from having to make Call of Duty all the time, and now he's back making a Dead Space esque experience. So I, I mean I, that 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 makes me really excited for this. Yeah, I, I thank you for putting this on my radar. Yeah, I look forward to playing it, and I'm I'm surprised it's 2022, but we're getting it this year, and uh, yeah. I'm suspecting this is going to be a close to Christmas release. Yeah, I, I think you're right, or maybe like late summer. It feels like you know strategically could could launch late this, summer. This, well, this could be an October game. They could be targeting Halloween. That sounds smart to me. Um, well, you know what? Alongside all of these great things we talked about, there's even more Zamp coming in 2022. Uh, we have one more Walking Dead property that we're going to squeeze in before the return of season 11 of The Walking Dead, and that's Fear the Walking Dead, the mid-season wrap-up. So we got to watch that. Um, we haven't discussed if we're doing that next, but I guess I should get that PVR dusted off. Um, we will continue with our Extra Life donations. Uh, we got uh, zombie movies coming up. We have The Dead 2, Go Home, and uh, Grindhouse's picks, which were Night of the Living Dead, uh, Night of the Comet, and night of the creeps so uh look forward to those wait yeah i'm just based on your enthusiasm i'm not sure if i can wait or not we'll see we'll see but i uh, i I, I won't lie night of the creeps is not the greatest movie but i kind of love that movie yeah well hey man i love some 80s you know i did well i didn't even know the movie existed till i was in my late teens maybe yeah or like just out of high school and some friend, some friend of mine who knew I was in the zombie movies was like, yeah, Night of the Creeps. And I was like, what's Night of the Creeps? And then he showed it to me and I was like, how does this movie exist? How did, how did Hollywood greenlit this thing? It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's weird in a good way. Like, you're going to be like, what? What? I'll have to, well, I'll, I'll. I'm well. I am checking it out. We will. We will do it's that. It's very. It's very late eighties. Can't be fun. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, I think that uh, it's always nice to go back to that decade because they really don't make movies like that anymore. Um, for in the horror genre, and when they do, it's. Uh, I think the last one we watched that really had that tone was um, that one from Shutter that we watched, the plastic surgeon one. Yep. Uh. 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 Uh, yummy yummy thank you yeah i i thought i felt like that was a good callback I, the film i can tell my daughter was the first film she ever watched no oh man okay well um that is uh yeah okay well you know 
Uh, hopefully she does not have nightmares, but I mean, you're, you're, you're building the immunity strong to horror films. Uh, yes, I am. Right off the bat. You gotta start from young. You do. Hey, um, hey, I won't lie for listeners that, that want to know. My daughter loves, uh, uh, Gravity Falls, which if you've ever watched that show, it's definitely for kids, but man, that show is kind of creepy for kids. Gravity Falls. Okay. I'll have to check that one out. Um, I th- we watched, uh, the kids have been, wa- we started watching, um, Hilda which does have that weird vibe to it. I don't know if it's the same weird vibe as Gravity Falls. I've not seen it, but Hilda has that like supernatural fantasy angle to it with like the, I think they're like trolls and elves and stuff. It, 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 it's similar. Gravity Falls has more of an X-Files vibe. Neat. It's like a Twin Peaks X-Files for kids. Okay. I'll have to check and that out. And for some reason, my 18-month-old loves that show. I don't know why. Well, we'll have to check it out. Um, but for Zamp, uh, we'll have all that coming up in 2022. And if you have any thoughts, certainly join us in the Discord, bit.ly slash Zamp Discord, where you can chat about all the stuff we talked about. Tell us what you're excited about for the 2022. And if it is just more Zamp content, I mean, we love you. That's so nice of you to say. Um, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. If you become a patron there, uh, you're supporting the show directly. You help support uh, hosting, renting movies, all that fun stuff. So we really appreciate it. Um, check out our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast. Like us on Facebook as well. If you're on Twitter, you can find me at R. Murphy and Lou at Busy Zombie Lord. And a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find more of his great work at joelduggan.com. Lou, this has been Zombies Ate My Podcast. Kick off 2022 for all of our zombie fans with some grand knowledge. I'm probably not going to play that Resident Evil multiplayer game. (laughs) That is actually probably a good nugget to pass along. (laughs) Yeah, I own it and I see it and I go, I don't know. You own it. You got to check it out. If not for science, right? (laughs) 